What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 101 on five traits of an A player. Welcome back, millionaires. As I said, today's topic, we're going to be talking about being an A player and the five traits of being an A player. And the reason why this is so important is just because this is going to just help you provide immense value in whatever space you're trying to walk into. But before we get into today's episode, if you are an investor, new, aspiring, or seasoned, no matter the case, and you are looking for opportunities to buy your first or just to buy future real estate deals, you want to check out my friends over at Drive Assets because they're going to send you leads to off-market opportunities for free. And if you know anything about the importance of RF market, it just means less competition and is you really get to negotiate the terms because there's no regulation. So you don't have to work with a realtor. You literally are getting leads to off market opportunities and you don't have to pay realtor fees. You don't have to pay any commissions or anything like that. But check out my guys over at Drive Assets. You can text REI to 404-737-6929. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast. I'm your guy, Kai Speaks, and this is your guide to accumulating abundance in your life. The only place, in fact, for tips and tricks on identifying your passions while attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. Now, have you ever just wondered if you are an A player in the spaces that mean the most to you, right? Are you an A player in your relationships? Are you an A player within your friendships? Are you an A player at your place of work that you really love, especially if you're passionate about what you do and you just want to make sure that you're there for the longevity or at least until you get the most out of your experience? You ever just question if you're an A player in that space? Also, have you questioned if you are an A player at your own company for our entrepreneurs out there and business owners? Have you just questioned, you know, could I be doing more to add value to my people, right? Am I just sitting here crunching numbers and just focusing on the business but not really giving back to my people? These are questions that you really should be asking yourself. Are you an A player in the spaces that mean the most to you? And let's talk about why this is important, right? Because at the end of the day, it, it really comes to relationships. If we all heard the saying, you know, your net worth is your network, right? Or your network is your net worth, vice versa. It just means that, you know, we're just putting emphasis on the importance of relationships. Are you making the most of your relationships? Because you never know when your relationships can help you transition to the next level, right? I've been in so many different places, so many different spaces of, of, of employment, opportunities of entrepreneurship. And because of me leveraging my relationships, anytime I transition from one place to the next, someone in that old in that old space, help me get to the next space or the relationship that I've cultivated just from talking to this person on a day-to-day basis gave me ideas and insights on how I can transition to the next level. So at the end of the day, it's super important that we're leveraging our relationships. Anytime you find yourself in a position, in an environment, 
at a place of work to where you just feel like you're just going through the motions. You're very antisocial. You really don't enjoy the people that you work with. That's toxic. And that's an environment that doesn't set you up for creativity, getting new ideas and so forth and so on. And most of the cases, most of the time in those cases, people who feel themselves in those types of environments, when they leave, they don't feel like they're better off than when they got there in the first place. Imagine working at a job for a year, two years, 40 years. And when you leave that job, you feel as though you're still in the same position that you were when you first worked, when you first started. That's a horrible feeling to, you know, to just be in. Right. And I felt I felt that feeling before, which is how I can attest to this. Now, ultimately, what this episode is going to be about, guys, is about branding yourself because your brand is on the line. Every communication, every touch, every encounter that you have with somebody your brand is on the line, right? It's all about first impressions and it's all about everlasting impressions. And it's also about maintenancing these relationships that we're cultivating in these spaces. So what do you want to be your brand to be is ultimately a good question that we all should have, right? What do you want your brand to be? Do you want your brand to be the hard worker that, you know, gets in, gets out, doesn't really talk to anybody, but they work hard, right? But they, they don't have a relationship with anybody. Or do you want your brand to be the, the, the hard worker that brings innovation, uh, brings value to the team, cares about the team, cares about the members of the team, wants to drive results, wants to motivate others, wants to motivate. It's just like, what do you want your brand to be? Because, you know, though it's good to be known as the hard worker, I will say the difference between the hard worker that comes in, goes out and, you know, just keeps their head down and they focus on their work and nothing but their work. That person is usually the person that ends up working at the job for a really long time, but never really seeing any growth. Let me say that again. That is the person that ends up working at a job a really long time, but never really sees any growth. Well, how can you work at a job for a long time and not see no growth? It's just simply that you have so many people who, you know, work in these positions and these roles for 40 plus years. Well, that used to be the case. Now, you know, I think like the average, like the millennial average millennial works at a job for about two years max. And, you know, still the case is you find yourself there longer if you work hard, but you don't see any growth opportunities just because you failed to establish or cultivate any positive relationships at the company or space that you're in. Make sense. So let's move on into some actionable steps, because obviously there's some ways that we can, you know, become an, uh, an A player. And I did this exercise with my team. Um, and, and Liv brought this uh, this exercise to us. And, you know, this really hit home for me because I find myself, you know, you know, really working hard to make sure I, I maintain a lot of these traits in all of my relationships. And for this one, we're going to talk about the five traits of an A player and we're going to talk about what each of these traits means. So the first trait is a desire to compete. That's a key component, because especially if you're in a, a startup company. Or, you know, in a, in a company that like a sales company, especially a desire to compete really is what moves the needle. Right. So when you when you're helping your 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 organization move the needle because of your desire to compete, you're automatically looked at as the leader. Right. You're the leader. You're the one who moves the needle. You're the one who sets the, the standard and, you know, and exceeds expectations. So a desire to compete is extremely important. And this is the top. This is the, the, the first trait of an A player just for the fact of competition 
drives results. Competition moves the needle. Competition is the is the 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 difference between a company making the same amount every month to on the rise making more than they made the month before. That's what competition does. And it's a way to have healthy competition competition. And there's also unhealthy competition as well. But we're on the million dollar mind podcast. So we're going to focus on the abundance side of things and we're going to focus on the healthy competition. Healthy competition is always motivating. Right. When you do something good it's maybe saying, hey, I know you can do that, man. I just I just closed my I just closed the sale and I only been in the store for 10 minutes. Let's see what you can do. And it's like. You you giving them the you giving them the the means to compete right. You're saying this is what I did. See if you can do better. But you're also saying it in a manner that is motivating them to do better, right? All right, cool. Let's go into that second trait: a champion's mindset. What is a champion's mindset? When I think of champion's mindset, of automatically I'm going to think of some greats like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. to the Black Mamba. I'm going to think about LeBron James. I'm going to think about Venus and Serena Williams. I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of athletes, but I'm also going to think about your Grant Cardones. And I'm also going to think about the Ed Milets. And I'm also going to think about Dwayne The Rock Johnsons and the Kevin Hart's. I'm going to think about all of those people as champion, as a, as a champion, right? And what they all have in common. What do they all have in common? They don't complain. You don't really hear you don't really hear these people complaining. Yeah, they may talk about their story. They may talk about the struggles that they had to do, the obstacles that they had to jump through, the hoops they had to jump through to get to where they are now. But you don't hear them complaining about it because complaining actually gets you nowhere. And as you know, we actually had this conversation with Beyond Win a few episodes ago where he talked about, you know, you can't you can't deposit excuses. Or complaints for that matter, right? They don't do anything for you except make you feel bad about yourself. So don't complain. And that's ultimately what a champion's mindset is. Always think that the glass is half full. There's a silver lining to everything. You have a bad day at work. You say, well, at least the day is over today, so it can't get any worse. Right? We're not sitting there complaining about what went wrong because it already went wrong. It already happened. Let's move forward. And we still have another day tomorrow that we have to worry about. So why are we spending all of our time complaining about the day that just happened? You feel me? So that's what a champion's mindset is. No complaints, especially in a, in a startup company. And, you know, you don't want to be the person that's always complaining because another episode we talked about, that's the person that nobody wants to be around. So talk about cultivating relationships and protecting your brand. You don't want to have the brand as somebody that's always complaining about this and complaining about that. Cause then sooner or later you become the person that everybody pretends they're listening to music, right? People come into work with their AirPods in or their earphones in, not listening to anything just to walk by your desk. Cause they really don't want to stop for conversation. Mm. That hit home for a lot of us. I know it. But it's not too late. We can always change our mindset to that of a champion's mindset. Now, how can we focus more so on the the glass being half full as opposed to the glass being half empty? Well, of course, I'm going to say read more books on positivity, read more mindset books. My favorite one is how to control your own mind um, with uh, Napoleon Hill. I love that book because it really talks about, you know, just things to be wary of and how to control your thoughts because at the end of the day your thoughts or your results are a direct manifestation of your thoughts so if you think little you get little if you think big 
you get big. You think optimistic, you get opportunity. Coolio. Let's go into that third trait. The third trait is self-discipline. Now, self-discipline, this is like an ongoing process. So don't think that if you don't have self-discipline now, you can never have it. I have I have moments where I have very high self-discipline one week, and then the next week I'm just throwing my self-discipline out the window. And it, and it comes back to bite me in the butt. So it's always something that we're working on getting better and better at. But self-discipline is going to be one of those key traits of an A player, right? Knowing how to, you know, stay disciplined in your role. Because what that means is if you're disciplined, that ultimately means you, you, you're un, unmanageable. And not unmanageable because because you're, you can't be coached. I, I don't mean uncoachable because I'd rather be coachable than manageable. Because I manage myself because I'm disciplined, right? I love co- I love being coached and I love coaching. So I'm therefore I'm coachable, but I'm not really manageable because I manage myself and I and I present information, pertinent information that is important to the managing members, but they don't necessarily have to watch me and, and manage me. They pretty much just ask key questions like, okay, Q, how did how was the performance this week? What can we do to get better? Where do you see us, you know, moving next week? And I present that information because I manage myself and I and, and I and I have a certain level of self-discipline, especially in, you know, my place of work. Right. In my personal life, I may lack some self-discipline here and there. I might have my days where I'm lazy or I might, you know, you know, not go to the gym when I say I wanted to go to the gym or I might cheat on my diets and things like that. But especially when it comes to my place of work. I don't really slip up much when it comes to my self-discipline. And that's a trait that, you know, we want to. Uh, include in our in our day to day, especially if we're building this brand of being an A player. So work on your self discipline. Fourth, number four, integrity. This is one that's going to be super important. So let's define what integrity is in the first place. Integrity is what do you do behind closed doors, right? When people are watching. Are you doing the same things? Are you acting the same way? Are you carrying yourself the same way as you were when people are watching now that the doors are closed and nobody's watching? That's ultimately what integrity is. And that kind of goes back into that self-discipline, too. Right. Because, you know, if I'm doing one thing when the bosses are around, that integrity and self-discipline is making sure I'm doing the same things when they're not around. They can trust me to be able to perform still when they're not around. And that's that that's that integrity component. If you don't have any integrity that exudes through your performance and, and people can sniff out uh, an integral person and a poor integrity type of person from a mile away because it's just how you move. And, you know, when when and when people open the door and they see you like on your phone and you try to like sneak, put hurry up, put your phone down like it, that stuff is communicated through actions. And we can, you know, people lie. The numbers don't. Your actions don't. Right. So, again, what are you doing behind closed doors? And again, ask yourself that question. What do I want my brand to be? Right. What do I want my brand to be? Because when you ask yourself that question and you get an answer, that is ultimately what is going to consistently drive your actions on a day to day basis. Right. What do I want my brand to be? I'm I'm the leader. I'm the the one that I'm the the coach that's always coaching, always taking the opportunity to coach while still coaching myself and developing myself. My brand is leadership developer. I love developing leaders and 
that energy is exuded any in any place that I find myself, whether I was Mr. Cheney, whether I was, you know, uh, in student government in different areas in college. And then when I transitioned out into sales, I was still coaching and developing. Right. Making sure that people around me are coaching and developing. So what do you want your brand to be? Because, again, answering that question is what's going to drive the actions that you take and how serious you take this this episode right here. Right. Do you even want to be an A player? Now, if you don't want to be an A player, it's either B players or C players. Do you want to be a B player? Right. Do you want to be the person that, you know, just gets the work done and that's it? That's really what a B player is. They don't really take no leadership initiative. Or do you want to be the C player, the person that's there for a few months until everybody realizes this is not the person for the for the this is not the right person for the position? So most of us are going to say, hey, I don't want to be either of those things. I want to be the A player. So we really want to take seriously first. I will say integrity is going to be number one as far as pertinence. Right. This is the most important. If you don't have any integrity, it's going to be hard for you to, you know, you may have a desire to compete, but you probably bring in that unhealthy competition that I talked about earlier. Right. Um, you may have a champion's mindset, but you 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 doing that. You doing anything by any means necessary type of thing. And, man, I used to be a huge fan of the any means necessary and I still am to a certain extent. But I'm realizing that sometimes people take that out of context and mean that I'm going to do whatever it takes to hit my quota. And sometimes that involves cheating and, and doing different things that is not integral. So when I mean by doing any, by doing it by any means necessary, I mean, despite my feelings. Despite my my lack of motivation, I'm still going to get up and I'm going to go do it. That's what I mean by any means necessary. I'm still going to keep my integrity. So focus on your integrity first before we focus on these other ones, because if you can't work on if you can't fix your integrity, then it's going to be hard for you to really you can do these other other traits, but it wouldn't necessarily make you an A player if that makes sense. All right. Now, moving on into the fifth and final trait of an A player, and that's a forward thinker. A forward thinker, that's also going back into no complaints, right? If you work on this being a forward thinker, it's easy not to complain because you're thinking in the future. You're thinking you're thinking progress. You're thinking what can get better. You're bringing innovation, right? I um, recently received uh, the innovators, uh, the innovation award at the startup company that I work at. And um, I'm just constantly thinking ways that we can make more money. We can implement new systems that makes everybody's job easier because I consider myself a forward thinker. Right. I don't really dwell too much on what we used to do and what happened. See, what had happened was I, I don't really like <laughs> that used to be a run on joke, but I don't really say that often. Like what had happened was because it doesn't matter what had happened. What matters is what we're doing. What are we doing now? Yes, I made that mistake. But here's what I suggest we do moving forward not what had happened was i don't, I don't need to i don't need to bring you no excuse because again like beyonce you can't you can't deposit excuses and anything that follows after what had happened was is an excuse and it may hurt at first you know but like oh man that's not fair kai i mean because at the end of the day most excuses are valid right yeah, you you was late because it was a whole bunch of traffic and you didn't you didn't anticipate the traffic so you didn't leave earlier. Like, yeah, that's valid. But at the end of the day, it's, it's still an excuse. And it, and it doesn't help you progress. That's what that's what an excuse is. Anything that doesn't help you progress. So you saying what had happened was it's not is not giving you any solution towards progression. 
So again, let's let's work on being forward thinkers. Let's work on thinking what we can do to be better and make everyone lives better that's around us. Coolio. Now, moving on into, you know, the next portion of this episode. Um, if you are going through something new, you know, if you're going into anything new, I would say, with the mindset of being anything other than an A player. Like I said, you want to be a B player. You want to be a C player. And we're not even going to get into D player. <laughs> we're not going to get into D player. D means dangerous. That's all I'm going to say. You're doing it wrong, right? If you go into any new environment with the mindset of being anything but an A player, you're doing it wrong. Because at the end of the day, why, why, why would you want to, like, why would you want to start this new job just to be a C player? Like, why would you want to spend eight hours of your day just to be a C player? And, you know, why would you want to spend eight hours of your day just to be a B player or, you know, at least stay a B player? Because most of us start out as B players, right? You, you you don't start out as an A player because most of these traits, most of these traits, you know, you, you, you want to understand first what you're doing, like leadership, right? Um, first of all, let's be clear, right? These are traits of an A player. Like, these are just character traits. So, you can have these traits, and still not be an A player, right? You can have these traits and still not be an A player. When you start to transition into that A player is when you actually start to develop others uh, and really lead a lot of uh, uh, a lot of the uh, quotas or whatever the case may be at the job that you're at or the environment that you're at, right? So the only path to massive success is entering a new space, leaving a mark. Right. If you go into this new space with the intention of leaving a mark again, my brand, what do I want my brand to be? That is the difference between leaving the leaving this position elevated and leaving this position the same way that you came into the position. Right. With the intent of entering this space, leaving a mark, which means a player mentality. Having that a player mentality is ultimately what that means. Now. Some questions that I want you guys to ask yourself is, what am I looking to get out of this experience? Right. We already know to ask ourselves. We already know to ask ourselves, what do I want my brand to be? But a couple other questions you want to ask yourself is, what am I looking to get out of this experience? And the reason why I say it's important to ask that question is because that's really going to give you a good idea of if this if you're even wasting your time applying for this job. Right. If you're even wasting your time, because if you can be honest with yourself and be very honest with yourself, what are you looking to get out of this experience? If you know that this is just going to be a short term transition and you're just looking to make some extra money on the side. Cool. You already identified that this is a short term experience. So that's what you're looking to get out of it. There's nothing wrong with that. Next question is, how can I provide immense value now that I'm in this space? How can I make sure that the people around me know that I'm here to provide value and make your lives easier? It's not about us. It's not about us. Right. We already asked our question. We already we we're responsible for getting what we want to get out of it. So we don't have to ask, what can you do for me? Because it's not about us. It's, what, it's about them at the end of the day. How can I provide immense value? And the third question I want you to ask yourself is when it's time for me to leave, what do I want people to say about me? Kind of redundant to that question is what do I want my brand to be? When it's time for me to leave this space, what do I want people to say about me? Oh, Kai, man, he was 
he was such a hard worker, but he didn't really spend, I, I didn't really talk to him. I didn't really have a relationship with him. So I can't really say, you know, how, how what my experience with him was. I just know he worked very hard and he got the job done, but he was out pretty much at, at once, once the clock hit five, he was out, right? What do you want people to say when it's time for you to leave? And here's a pro tip. The best revenge is massive success. So a lot of times we go out of these, we get, we break up with these toxic, toxic, uh, relationships as far as employment goes and we bring that toxicity into our next environment into our next space but i want you to remember that the best revenge is massive success the best revenge is massive success so if you left one toxic environment congratulations don't bring that toxicity into another environment instead bring these five traits of an a player into that environment and show that previous employer or that previous space that you mean business and they made a mistake for causing you so much hurt, pain, or whatever the case may be for them being toxic, all right? The best revenge is massive success. And as always, guys, I'm super thankful for having you a part of the show. And I want to say thanks in advance, of course, for becoming the change agents that I know you're bound to become as you continue to apply these principles, not only that you heard today, but just for being loyal listeners of the Million Dollar Mind podcast, right? So before we uh, part, I do want to say that I'm extending an opportunity of a lifetime and I am opening enrollment finally for my side hustle accelerator coaching program. And I'm only selecting five driven individuals that are committed to their goals, but they're just lacking the accountability that it takes to spark a change in habits. Right. The students will not only receive three one on one coaching sessions, but also lifetime access to the side hustle uh, side hustle accelerator online course and the resource library that's available to you as well now remember space is limited so if you like this opportunity and you want to be a part of this opportunity and this is one that interests you text accelerate to 404-737-6929 see you next time Hey guys, so thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now, with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.